The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Uh, one of the things we brought up was what is the difference between the idea of allowing everything and including everything in the present moment or in your life versus renunciation sounds more like also turning something away. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, it, it can, I mean, you, you can let go of it softly and brings you to more freedom, but how does that balance with just allowing, say for instance, you're trying to let go of worry, you could just allow those thoughts to be present, you know, the balance between mm-hmm. allowing and renunciation. Yeah, it's a great, great question because allowing is a very powerful practice um, if it's done wisely. Because uh, if I'm angry and I say, I'm going to just allow my anger and everyone else has to deal with it. <laughs> and that's, that's not wise. But to allow it to, uh, something to be present for you without acting on it, uh, can be very wise because it allows you to see it clearly. It allows you to allows it to unfold. You don't know what deeper movement is work, being worked out that would be interrupted if you let go of it too quickly. So to allow it and then allow it to drift away, uh, with the idea that allowing is not being involved. Allowing is not acting on. So um, so there's a, a for in, in many circumstances the very act of wise allowing does involve uh, letting go of something. Uh, so if I'm angry, I'm going to let go of speaking or acting on my anger. But I'm going to sit down and meditate and allow the anger to be there so I can see it clearly for what it is, learn about it and all that. But so, so it's kind of like two sides of the hand. Uh, to allow means that something had to stop, something had to be let go of. And you're, uh, we can emphasize the allowing part, but the involvement part was let go of. Does that make sense? And, um, and then, uh, and sometimes uh, uh, the psychic forces of desires and aversion is so strong within us that um, uh, anything that approaches allowing uh, our inner desires will get the upper hand. You know, I'm going to allow for my, you know, I'm going to allow for my desire just be there and I'm going to walk through, you know, a chocolate store, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to, you know, I just, yes, wanting chocolate. And then pretty soon you find yourself walking down the street with a bag of chocolate. How did that happen? And because uh, sometimes the allowing can put us off our guard. We're not really paying attention or mindful. And so if you do that a number of times, you say, it's not enough for me to allow. I think given my addiction to chocolate or whatever it is, I think I really need to make a decision here and really let go and renounce. I need to emphasize the renunciation, not the allowing. So uh, the, uh, wisdom tells us uh, uh, which of these two, wh- which side of the hand we need to fall on. You know, is it the, is it the allowing side or the, or the letting go side? And one way we, we get wisdom of which one is useful is we look at the consequence. Was it useful to do it this way? And sometimes allowing is not useful. Sometimes letting go is not useful. And sometimes the two are synonymous. So is that... Great. Thank you. Someone else? 
Um, one thing I'd say um, that was interesting in our group, um, nobody was objecting to the idea of renunciation. We were sort of ready to keep adding things to the list, I would say. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know if you want to speak for the whole group as a whole or something, but um, uh, what motivated your group? What, what was the... What was the, what was the uh, what was the wisdom that your group had that, or the goal or the sense of benefit that your group saw in renunciation that you wanted to keep doing it? Um, I mean, there was just a sense of freedom, uh-huh. either from, um, I guess we had two categories. Somebody disagree with me. We had two categories. There were sort of things, um, stuff, and then the other thing was um, attitudes. Uh-huh judgments uh-huh. uh, ourselves and others and then the other thing I would say was um, things like anger great thank you that is S- someone else hello I, I was sharing with my group uh, I've been decluttering, I guess, in the, for the last two years. It's not been easy. It has been the most difficult thing that I've ever uh, done. Um, and I continue to actively uh, look at what I need and what I don't need and reevaluate it. Um, and, I, and, you know, I, it's, and it's good. You know, with this decluttering and a very simple life that I lead, it's brought me such clarity. It's incredible. Mm. You know, with all this stuff that I had or hoped to have or worked to have, it just, it, it cluttered, it, it, it clouded my sense of being here mm. and my relationships. So. Nice, nice. So it sounds like it was, part of it was difficult to declutter. So did it feel like, it, if, if you go along with my analogy, it was kind of like, in the beginning, it was kind of like going uphill. At some point, did you get to the crest and then the continued letting go, decluttering, became easier, like coming down the hill? Yeah, so so off. So there's this wonderful moment where, with letting go, where letting go can be difficult because of our strength of our attachments. And at some point, we still maybe feel like we want to let go, or there's still letting go happening, but it's no longer a challenge. It's just like, of course, and you know, of course, you know, show me more <laughs> that I let go of. Yes. So I think a big thing that came up with our group is um, why are you renunciating and are you renunciating for the sake of renunciation or are you doing it because there's a feeling behind it? Mm-hmm. There's a couple of maybe tried examples that came up, but I think they illustrate it pretty well. Uh-huh. So um, one was the concept of drinking. So you know you could renunciate alcohol and see how you do and see if you feel better or not. Um, but in some ways, you know, if you're using alcohol to have a fun night out with your friends and be social, that doesn't, that seems like a reasonable way to use it. Um, but if you're using it to get through a horrible job mixer <laughs> where <laughs> you're nervous and um, don't want to be there like me last night, then <laughs> maybe that's not the way to use alcohol. Uh, yes. So it's, it's 
all about the reasons why and how nice. and why you're doing it nice. and what the feelings are around the renunciation rather than the thing itself. Great. And th- th- I think that's a lot of wisdom what you said there. The, uh, the one thing I'll add to it is it's also about the consequence. And so it's not just the reasons why, you know, or, but a clear sense of, I might have good reasons, but even with those reasons, the consequences of doing it are deleterious. So you, it might be good reason to hang out with your friends and have a good time with them, but, uh, but then you find out, you know, the next morning you have a hangover and you can't go to work. So, you know, oh, that, you know, the consequences I don't mean that I don't want to do that anymore. So one more and then we'll take a break. Well, for me, the thing that came up immediately when you asked your question during the meditation was um, it would be nice to let go of a sense of responsibility for things that I have no control over. Uh-huh. And think that's a sense that has been with me lifelong because I've, you know, I've always been a very responsible, perfectionistic person. And so the question for me arises, how do you let go of those things? It would be so joyful to not have to hold on and carry the burdens of... Oh, so how do you let go? How yeah. do you let go of those things? Well, one, one way is... W- w- I mean, the starting point uh, is to really understand the shortcomings of what you're doing, to really feel the suffering or the unsatisfactory nature of it until you really... So it's one thing to know it, the other thing to really feel it, to really grok it in a deep way. So not be in a hurry to let go until... It just, until you really have taken in and understand the shortcomings. And then it's like, of course I don't want to keep doing this. That's the first step. Okay, so thank you. So we'll take uh, 15 minutes uh, for a break. And uh, those of you who are new, there are bathrooms back there. And there's also, I don't know, there's a hot water heater. You can make tea if you'd like. There's teas in the drawers under the counter there. And um, if you brought a lunch and want to keep it in the refrigerator, you can put it, uh, we have a refrigerator in the kitchen you can use. And uh, then we'll ring a bell in about 15 minutes to call us back. And then we'll continue our topic. Thank you. <laughs>